0: Welcome to Listening with Limelight, a podcast dedicated to shining the light on self-awareness. Bi-weekly, I will share stories that make you think about your character, feelings, motives, and desires. Join me for episode 10, where I want to address generational strengths, because too often we only focus on generational trauma. So take a deep breath in, exhale, call on your ancestors, and join me for this episode. I'm your host, Zakia, also known as Limelight. Y'all, we have made it to episode 10. And let me tell you about the excitement, the push, the struggle, yet the motivation to get to episode 10. uh, Just a whole number, which I just feel like this episode represents... So much wholeness for me. Uh, So, so many times I've sat back in the course of the, I think it's now four months of me podcasting. And I've said, why the hell did I do a podcast again? Because it's really so much work. Like kudos, shout out to all the people that do podcasts weekly. Like that, it's like a part-time job. I don't know how y'all doing that. But then when I see that people from Canada... Brazil, Croatia, Poland, Germany, Finland, Sweden, Israel, and India to date have tapped in in addition to all of my family, my friends, folks I don't even know listening in the United States. I am reminded that the reason that I set out to do podcasting was to share my story, right? To share my voice and also to highlight the need for self-awareness. Even in this process, I am finding so many people, y'all, that still lack self-awareness. And it's, it's you know, no discredit to them, no disrespect to them. I just continue to be on my own journey and child hope that they can like figure it out too because self-awareness is key. So it's only befitting for me that episode 10 is a message to my ancestors, a thank you for instilling all the strength in me to be creative, to persevere and to be bold. But now, before I get into addressing my generational strengths, I want to ask you, what strengths do you possess that came from your ancestors? Now, this episode was not originally on my list to discuss, right? So how did I arrive at wanting to send a message to my ancestors and or looking at addressing generational strengths as opposed to generational trauma? Because I've sprinkled in some generational trauma in an episode or two. And two things happen. One, I had a friend reach out to me and share a meme On Instagram that said, as you focus on clearing your generational trauma, do not forget to claim your generational strengths. Okay, I just, every time I read it, I can feel it in my gut. As you focus on clearing your generational trauma, do not forget to claim your generational strengths. Your ancestors gave you more than just wounds. That, that's that's the whole meme And it's just I feel it in my gut Like what a notion to remember that our ancestors Didn't just give us wounds And we often talk about How our ancestors as black folk And I realize everybody ain't black that's listening But as black folk How they made it through slavery And Jim Crow laws And beatings and discrimination And just so many things to pave the way for us today, right? Our ancestors gave and they gave a lot and they passed on strengths in the giving process. Those, that was enough really. But we know that they gave us so much more. So that was one thing I got the meme and I sat with that. The second thing that happened was I sat down to watch the Netflix movie In Our Mother's Gardens, a movie where black women from across the globe share stories of their mothers and their grandmothers that redefine holistic lives rooted in self-care. And at first, I didn't want to watch it because I was like, my grandmother had a garden. I don't want to watch shit about no grandmother's gardens. And then I was like, oops, silly. It's not not about (laughs) an actual garden, right? It's those things that your grandparents, your grandmothers, the women in your family instilled in you and now you can pick from, now you can pull from. And so I highly recommend... I'm not gonna put the link in the show notes. All y'all probably got Netflix. Please go watch it. Even if you are a man, right? You had a relationship with your grandmothers. I hope, I pray you did. Um, Or, you know, it's just good to understand how we get different traits and things from folks. So please go watch it. So that had me thinking about the strengths that I got from the women in my family and also some traits that led me to examine how I show up in the world, how I show up for others and why self-care is so important. And of course, y'all know I already did an episode on self-care. I don't know about your grandmothers, but for me, even in the sometimes madness and mayhem of my family, both sides, my grandmothers were the rock. They were the center. They were the go-to. So Mary, May Emma, my mother's mother, and Geraldine, my father's mother, these are the strengths that I got from you. The first strength that I got from my grandmothers, and they got it from somewhere, honey, but I got it from them, is my ability to bake. Now, you may be thinking, girl, that ain't no strength. But honey, everybody can bake. I've been done tasted some of y'all food. Everybody can bake. So boom, yes it is. My grandmothers loved to bake. I can't remember my maternal grandmother always making 7-Up Pound Cakes. Letting these big rectangle sticks of real butter, not, not, no Crisco, but like real butter sit out all day to get just the right room temperature. Her scooping from huge containers of domino sugar, so big that like I could just sit down as a kid on them with like a plate of food. They were like blocks or circles of domino sugar that she would just sift from. All the flour, all the sifters, all the just different pans that she would have out and her ability to stir all the ingredients in one direction i remember trying to help her one time and i was like stirring the cake all over and she was like get out the kitchen like you just just keep going to the right she never used a fancy mixer none of that but her cake was foolproof came out every single time it was always a as the children would say today my paternal grandmother uh she specialized in coconut cakes And German chocolate cakes, which really is the black cousin to a coconut cake, in my opinion, because you need coconut for both. But her cakes were four-layer cakes, right? And she wrapped them in double layers of parchment paper and foil, none of them fancy plastic cake holder thing. I have a lot of those things and my grandmother wrapped her cakes and every time you slice into it baby it was so moist and as a kid I can remember going to her house and like eating dinner and I I would just be staring at the cake like damn when we gonna cut like we doing all this talking when we gonna cut the cake and she also made some hand churned vanilla ice cream now I am not an ice cream person as an adult but she used to let me churn um, on her machine with her and like using real vanilla, real vanilla bean, honey. There's nothing in the store that tastes like what these women would make. And I'm just so grateful for them allowing me in on the process. So I bake. I internally listen to my grandmothers. I measure I scoop, I stir, and I remember my grandmother's hands. I remember the love they poured into their products. I remember what it tastes like. I also remember their patience with the process and their ability to have it come out right every time. Now, I apply the notion, the science of baking to a lot of different things in my life. And when I bake, I often think of how proud my grandmothers would be of me because I don't think either one of them got to taste anything that I baked. Next up a strength, it really is, is fashion sense, okay? Because again, not everybody got it. But I came from grandmothers that dressed that dress do you hear me my um maternal grandmother granny as we called her she only owned one pair of jeans like I never saw like my grandmothers neither one of them really wore pants my granny was five feet even maybe maybe a little shorter um and she hovered between a size four and a size six and I mentioned that because she she could always get like a suit from anywhere like Crowley's was a store she went to back then a lot of boutiques but she kept some of the baddest suits dresses and hats and if she was going to the grocery store the doctor shopping at the Easter market in Detroit or in Hamtramck she dressed and especially for church like you could not just get up and wear whatever to church like she had the brooches the pins the heavy earrings heavy bracelets always dressed to the nines okay my other grandmother grandmommy was rounder i dare not even ask what size she was i don't even want to try to imagine i feel like she would slap me in my sleep if i were even trying to guess her size but i say that as a fuller woman she always dressed and uh, she would have what i would call Underneath heavy artillery, which was just some really nice undergarments um, to keep all of her voluptuous parts in one place. Her hair and nails were always done, always done. And from the two of them, I take pride in my appearance. I love dresses. I own probably at least a hundred dresses. I've given some away, but I own at least a hundred dresses. Love to get my hair and nails done. Um, I take pride in this because as a child, I sat back and I watched how much care they took into themselves, how much care they took into their appearance. And especially at a time when um, folks were, you know, judging them anyway. People still do that to us. Right. But but judging them anyways. And so I come into work, you going nine times out of 10, catch me in a dress. Uh, I don't wear like t-shirts or jeans to work you're gonna really maybe once a year if ever catch me in that because I like to carry a piece of my grandmother's with me and my ancestors and I like to show up how I dress and so sometimes people are like are you gonna wear like we're just only going to this are you gonna wear that or that's a bougie this or that for me. It's in my DNA. Like I can't just, I don't show up to stuff in leggings or like, I don't own a lot of that, honey, but I got the ability to dress for my grandmothers. And again, for me, it's just how I show up in spaces because I learned that by sitting back and watching them. The last thing that I want to highlight as a strength is my faith in God. I got that from the both of them. I went to Sunday school, Sunday service, Sunday after church, vacation, Bible school, revivals, all the things with him. And really it was so much more than church. It was establishing a relationship with God and you believe in whatever you believe in. But this is my story. This is, this is about me and my grandmothers. and. You know, when I saw them establish their relationship with God, could call on a verse, child, for anything that you were going through in life. But I saw them pray over stray kids because they both had that. I watched them pray over grandkids. I watched them pray over loss. I watched them pray for gain. Pray for better when things were rough And pray giving thanks when we got on the other side of that rough patch. And especially my family, um, my immediate family. They both prayed for us. Their faith allowed them to be really strong and really calm through a lot of battles. And I have not mastered the ability to be calm at all times, honey. That just, maybe it comes with age. I didn't get that from them yet. But when I am in the midst of a battle, it's that foundational faith that they instilled in me that I am so grateful for. So my message to my grandmothers, to my ancestors for sowing into their garden so I could reap the benefits of mine is to simply say thank you. I am me because of you. Now also learn by watching these women that you can only take on So much of your family problems. Like, I'm not trying to be the rock. Because, baby, I'm not here to solve everybody's problems. That ain't my assignment. I also learned from them that a man is not your only identity. Thank you, grandmothers, for that. Uh, One was married a couple times. The other one just a one time. But, baby, it didn't matter. A man is not your only identity. I learned that I deserve to have a seat at the table as a woman i learned to use my voice and take up space in this world but because i saw them sewing into so many others in our family i learned to rest i learned about radical rest i learned how to not be the person that everybody can call i learned to um be able to take some breaks and to be able to breathe i don't really remember my grandmothers going on vacations right and so i learned from them how important it was to to just take time um to vacation and and to not be as present so i tie that back into self-care to say that because i saw them pouring so much into others as grandmothers do it taught me to pour but also to have the ability to be poured into as i get ready to close this out I just want to say that from my grandmothers, they got their strength from somewhere. And I, I've been able to track my lineage just a little bit, but still just just to down south. I know I have ties to other countries and parts of Africa. But really, I thank you for my ancestors. For those women that I can imagine in villages somewhere were baking right, with honey was still looking sharp, and were just holding on to their faith and hoping for more. Also, to you, I say thank you you know how i like to do over here when someone buys me a coffee on buy me a coffee and supports my content i shout them out in an episode and let me tell you how god works so my grandmother uh her name was mary her best friend's name was mary they lived on the same street i grew up with mary's granddaughter a childhood friend christina and this week she bought me a coffee, not knowing I was coming into the grandmother's episode, but that's, that's just how God works. So thank you so much, Christina, for buying this coffee. I am going to sip it and think about all the phone calls and the conversation and the food sharing and the cackling that our grandmothers used to do Thank you, thank you so much for supporting my podcast and my content and the work that I do. If you too would like to buy me a coffee, I am going to leave the link to buy me a coffee in the show notes. Thank you for joining me on this week's episode of Listening with Limelight. As I thought about my generational strengths from my grandmothers, I hope that you were able to pull some generational strengths From your grandmothers or your ancestors. Be sure to follow me at listening.withlimelight on Instagram for more information about this podcast. Also, don't forget to let the people know, share this episode with someone who needs to be reminded of their generational strengths as opposed to their generational trauma.